This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss the book, Our Iceberg is Melting. This is a book that came out in 2006, Our Iceberg is Melting. And for years, it's been kind of like used by change agents in businesses and organizations around the world. It basically is very simple to read. It's an awesome book. I've read it a couple of times. And I've also was able to go ahead and get it on Audible. And if you if you like to listen to books as you're going to and from work, I, I definitely uh, will guarantee that you would love this book. It's very short. It's, it's really to the point. It's a very simple story. But the whole entire uh, premise about change in any type of organization is, can be easily seen through the eyes of these penguins in the story. The story happens, actually occurs, in Antarctica. And, it, and the characters in the story are emperor penguins. And if you all have been to a zoo or someplace, right, where you've seen penguins, you know, you always see, see them, right? They, they, they walk around, they look like they're wearing tuxedos. But um, if you take a look at the, at the story, it, it's, an awesome, it's an awesome story about how drastic change is happening to their, their world. And just like, you know, I, I always think about the the characters. Have you ever seen these um, characters? Sometimes, you know, they have them portrayed as uh, monkeys, you know, you, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And that's basically about the different types of characteristics of people in organizations, especially when there is change, when there's going to be some drastic change. Some people don't want to see what's going on. They really don't want to, you know, have their world shattered. Some people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that something is going to change within the organization because they're very comfortable where they're at and stuff, right? And some people don't want to speak it. They know that there's things going to be changing, but they kind of don't want to be the person that's going to go ahead and upset everyone else, to want to disturb the status quo of what's happening and stuff. But if you take a look at the story, and the story is very simple. It's Like I said, it's about... These penguins, they live in Antarctica, and I don't really want to give the whole entire story out because, you know, you would love to um, read this book. But it's basically about how we deal with stress and change within an organization. And when you take a look at the book and you read the book and you start looking at the characters and actually start feeling, you know, for the characters, you may even find yourself as one of those characters, are you one of those people that kind of like, you know, are, you know, basically say no to change? You're, you're afraid of change within organization, business, organization, even home? Or, or are you one of those people that, you know, they want to know the information? There are some folks, that, right, they want to know why we need to make some drastic changes within our business and the way we do things. And there are some folks, right, you know, they're constantly out there looking to see if there's any changes going to occur, you know. And, and I, I think for the most part, right, I, I kind of like to to find out what's the changes, you know, how is it going to benefit me? You know, I'm, I'm always one that's always willing to go out there and give it a try. In the book, Our Iceberg is Melting, one of the things that author John Cotter um, 
basically demonstrates is the eight-step process to change within an organization. And I, I guess I can tell you this without giving, giving away the, the book, but the very first step of any effective change within an organization is create a sense of urgency. You have to have a sense of urgency. Why is it that you need to make this change this, at this moment in time? If you're, if you're at an organization that's basically changing to try to keep up with other organizations and you know you, all of a sudden you see your customers right going over to this restaurant or that restaurant, you know you have to go ahead and make some urgent changes right to compete with those other folks right If you want to survive, if you want to succeed, if you just want to just move forward and stuff right you may have to you know find out you know create a sense of urgency. why is it? important at this moment in time that we make this change. So that's that's the very first step on the whole entire thing about, you know, handling change within an organization. Another thing that's very important is form a coalition. You have to form a coalition of change agents within your organization. Find the people who are the shakers and movers within the organization that's going to help you to actually make effective change within the organization. Find you, you have to create that coalition because, you know, to come up with a plan to change something within your organization, you have to have buy-in. And if you have buy-in from strong people within an organization, it, it can be very successful. The third step is create a vision. What will the change actually do for you? What would the change do for people in the organization? Create a vision. Okay, we are here. Okay, we're number five in the whole entire country on service and this and this and that, but the change is going to get us to maybe number one or number two or, or whatever. Create a vision of where you want to go with this change so people can buy in and see, hey, you know what? Yep, we seriously need to go ahead and change. Yes, I see the direction that we're going to, which makes it very easy for people to change within an organization. Because you just can't say, okay, we're going to change this, bang, and expect it to happen. People have to have it in their mind, because if they see it in their mind, they can actually do it. So that's very important. So the first thing, the first step is create urgency. The second step is to create a powerful coalition of people. And the third is to create a vision for those people. And that all together is basically creating a climate for change. Those three steps will create a climate for change within an organization. So that's very important and that's you have to do that in, in order to move on. Now the next three steps within the change process, communicate the vision. Communicate the vision. Many times changes happen within an organization and probably the, the executive manager or whoever, right, creates a vision for where they want to go with this, this change, with this, with this organization. But nobody communicates it. If it stays up there at the executive level and the senior managers and the, you know, the middle managers, but nobody communicates it to the folks at the ground level that needs to go ahead and make the changes and stuff, then it's not going to succeed. So it's not so much as having a vision, it's communicating that vision. 
And today, right there, there are so many different ways to communicate. And I think uh, when John Carter, you know, wrote this book, that was 2006. Sure, you know, we had emails, but now definitely we have um, we have YouTube, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have all sorts of ways to communicate. And one of the things that I mentioned before in my podcast is that one of the number one thing that always comes up on employee surveys when they complain about what's happening within their organization, the, the bad things that are happening in their organization, the first thing that they say is lack of communication. That's always number one. The number one problem in an organization is lack of communication. So if you're talking about making changes within an organization and you already created the urgency, you, you got the, the keys, you know, coalition of folks, right, and you created a vision, you have to communicate that. You have to communicate that vision to people. So that's that's very important. Empower action. When you go ahead and empower people to make the changes within the organization, you give the, give the supervisors the, the, the power to actually make the changes, then things things will work because then they buy into the vision that's communicated to them. So you see how everything is like like a step. One thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. So empower people to actually make the changes. And if they have the vision, they know where they're going, it's okay. And by empowering them, that actually gives them self-confidence in making changes within an organization. Create quick wins. Okay, quick quick wins. In other words, go ahead and give them, you know, maybe rewards. Okay, wow, cool. You know, Department A, B, and C, right? You know, they met the, the goal to make changes in the way we report this or report that or take care of customers or, or whatever the case may be, right? You know, you know, show them that, yes, you know, do some reinforcement. That's basically what it is, is reinforcement. You know, some quick wins. Okay, you guys did fantastic. Now we need to go ahead and get it up to this level, get to get to, get to this other level, whatever the case may be. If it's sales, right, you know, okay, what did we do to get from where we were to where we're at to where we want to be and stuff, right? So it's, it's very important. And that's engaging, engaging the whole organization, you know, reward the folks, right, from, t- you know, top, middle, bottom, you know, for making those changes, going above and beyond to, to actually do what needs to be done within an organization. That's, that's involving the whole entire organization. That's a, that's a beautiful thing if you can actually succeed. Now, <laughs> no, number seven is build on change. Build on change. Okay, so, so you made the changes. Okay, everybody's in on it. Everybody's okay with it. Everybody just build on it. Okay, just, okay, we got it to there. Okay, man, we're number three now in the country. Okay, but now, what about number two? What, what is keeping us from being number one within the, the organization, maybe number one regional or number one, you know, in the country? Build on the changes that you have made previously. And that, that is something that you, 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 have to, you have to do. You have to stay focused. Keep everybody focused on, on, on making those changes. And make it stick. Well, one of the things that people do is they make changes within an organization, but and they say, okay, we're going to do this, 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 but nobody follows up. They implemented the changes, 
but nobody's following up to make sure that they're actually doing what the changes are supposed to do, what, what, it's supposed to, um, what it's supposed to change. So you have to follow up. You have to stick to it. You have to stick to it. Many times organizations right, make changes, and then so at the last minute they're like, eh, yeah, it's okay. We're going to go ahead and just go back to, to what we used to do. I've seen that happen before. And it, it's sort of like, and it makes people at the bottom think, you know, obviously you really didn't think this out. You know, if, if you all of a sudden, right, you know, you communicated this vision and this change and, and you told us, all, okay, we're, it's, everything's going to be better, right, if we do this, this, this. But then so just when a, a couple of things got a little bit, you know, eh, it's on it's on the it's on the border. It kind of wasn't working the way it, you thought it was going to be. Maybe there's a little bit more challenges, maybe a couple more obstacles that got in the way. But then so all of a sudden you see folks, eh, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, let's go back to what we were doing. What a total loss. And I'll give you an example of something like this. Um, in the organization that I work uh, work with, there is a there was a process of how our vehicles got gasoline at, at our at our gas pumps. And before it was an old antiquated system, right, where you used to use this one one little device that used to put in used to put it into a um, this gas station receptacle, um, and you have to go ahead and put in your mileage. You have to go ahead and put in the pump, and, and it monitors how much gas your particular vehicle uses. Okay, that's cool, and that's all fine and dandy. And then so all of a sudden, oh, we're going to make this change. We're going to do this. This is going to be all electronic. You don't even have to do that anymore. It's going to monitor everything. This whole entire system is going to be, it's going to revolutionize the way we monitor how much fuel your, your vehicle uses and in, a, in an organization that has about 3,000 vehicles you know th- that was going to be something that was going to be awesome because then now it's producing electronic data on usage of fuel throughout the whole entire organization and, and somebody didn't have to go ahead and and crunch and finger you know you know up you know a keyboard to, and put in all those numbers for every single vehicle you know so it was going to be re- revolutionary. So, okay, cool, no problem. We're going to go ahead and they got our buy-in. We're going to go ahead and use this brand new system. And and to us at the ground level, they were just pumping gas. And the gas pump worked without even having to, to prompt it or anything like that. We didn't have to put anything there because the, the, the system actually read the vehicle. So I guess through wireless connection, a vehicle would come up to the gas pump and it would already connect to the gas pump. So it already knew the vehicle, how much fuel that it actually used. And the person would be able to go ahead and move on. But something happened down the line. Maybe somebody forgot to do something or something happened that, oh, we're going to go back to the old way of doing things. Wow. <laughs> That says a lot about the the level of competency that you know, there there was at you know in the higher levels of management. Okay, wait up! You know you you did all this. You got all of our buy-in to do this. This is going to be a better system. But then, so all of a sudden, now you know three steps forward, <laughs> six steps backwards. I guess you know 
And, and now we're back to, to that. I guess pretty soon we'll be back to paper and pencil or something. I don't know. But you have to stick with the change. You know, okay, maybe just say, hey, you know what, we're going to take a little bit of a brief time out here. We're going to get the bugs out of this um, this operating system or maybe this program needs to be a little bit tweaked up or something so that we can go ahead and uh, get the data that we need on fuel consumption for all of our vehicles and but the thing about it is by just saying, okay, we're not going to do it, it just basically, you know. So the next time they ever have any type of changes, how much buy-in do you think you're going to get from the same people? Probably not. You're not going to get too much buy-in. People are going to say, oh, God, not this again. And they're really not going to use the system. They don't want to use the system. Maybe they'll subvert the system. So if you don't stick to it, then you're going to get ridiculed for one <laughs> You know, for being, you know, incompetent or something. But w w whether it, it was um, wrongful or may maybe it was something that you couldn't help, and stuff, whatever the case may be, somebody's going to say, hey, you know what? You made the changes. You had us go through all this song and dance and everything. And somebody's going to go ahead and criticize it. And that's if you don't stick to the changes that you make. So, but getting back to the book, Take a look at the book. Read the book. And like I said, as you're reading the book or listening to the book, like I said, Audible is an awesome way to go ahead and uh, listen to books. And I, I must listen to about maybe three or four books a month on management, leadership. It's an awesome way to, uh, to, to, to read books, audio read books, uh, especially when you're on a time, time, you know, restraint. You know, so... But take a look at the story and, and, and actually read it and find out, you know, what kind of a person are you? Are you one of those people that are reluctant to change? Are you one of those people that actually accept it as a challenge? You know, are you one of those people that, you know, you, you, know, you kind of like to hear it, but you don't want to talk about it or whatever the case may be? Find out and build up on your strengths. Build your strengths, you know, on effective change within an organization. So, uh, that, again, I have no affiliation with John Carter or the book itself, Our Iceberg is Melting. All I can tell you is that it's an awesome, wonderful book. You know, I've seen it in a few folks' offices. Uh, you know, in my job, I go to so many different people's offices, and, and I see it in someone's, in people's offices, and I always say, oh, God, and I'm, and I'm all ready to go ahead and, and have, a, you know, a, a debate or a discussion on the book. And, you know, but what's so crazy about it is that I, I think like about four out of five times that I've seen it in an office, I would ask, wow, so what do you think about the book? Isn't that an awesome book? Oh, I haven't read it yet. Haven't read it yet. How long have you had the book? And I'm thinking to myself, maybe the person just bought the book or something. Oh, no, I, I've had it here for like about two years. No, you have to go ahead and read the book. That's how you're going to get something out of the book. It's just it's totally funny, you know. You're not going to get the benefit of the book. And and that goes with um, even the, the book that I took a look at last week, you know, The One Minute Manager. You're not going to get any benefit of any book by it just sitting on your bookshelf. You actually have to go ahead, and I'm sorry to say it, you have to crack the book open, okay, and actually read it. And that's why, like I said, Audible is totally awesome. I, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're like me, you know, the best time for me to read a book is just before I go to bed. Three pages in, that's it. It slides out. But Audible keeps me awake. Audible is something that I can um, listen to to and from work. 
So, and it only takes a few minutes. Uh, actually, I think this book right here is probably about an hour long, maybe an hour and a half long. It's a very short book. It's a pretty good little story. And if you really start looking at, at those type of books, right, you know, you, you get a lot out of it. So I really hope that you enjoy um, uh, Our Iceberg is, is Melting by John Cotter. Uh, I guess they got a, a newer edition. It's the 10th anniversary edition that came out in 2016. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't heard that one either. So I need to go ahead and um, take a look to see what's the differences between the original book and the new book. Sort of kind of like what we did with um, the One Minute Manager. You know, I took a look at the um, the old the old version of it, and then so now there's a newer version of the One Minute Manager, and there was some changes to that book, and I guess because uh, it reflects the changing times and the way we communicate. So I, I need to go ahead and take a look at the newer version of of the book. But anyway, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to my podcast. And uh, if you'd like to drop us a line on any, anything that you want to, um, m- me to take a look at or maybe do research on you know, for you or maybe some type of topic that you were kind of curious about, just send us an email at leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. And uh, I, I really appreciate any type of feedback. And if you can, right, just go ahead and um, you know, s- click on subscribe. Uh, maybe just go ahead and do a review. Anything can really help out. I really do appreciate it. If you go ahead and uh, go on to our uh, Patreon page, our Patreon page is there so that we can go ahead and create an outreach program. In fact, uh, we have already started um, reaching out to folks within the community that um, we're going to actually go out and actually do maybe 30-minute um, seminars in leadership to, to young young adults. Uh, so I'm, I look so, so forward to actually doing that it's going to be, be a lot of fun it's going to be a lot of fun and i think if anything um, once we actually start doing that we're going to go ahead and probably re- record a podcast outside when we do the outreach program so that you can see what what we're doing and how we're trying to motivate the next generations next generation of leaders i'd like to thank you very much and i hope you enjoyed our podcast thank you And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.